Hey guys, happy Friday. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of A Mr. DJ. Holy moly, do I have a special guest for you guys today. Sadly, we did encounter some technical difficulties with the connection again, but it's not as bad. I was also incredibly nervous, so I make a ton of tongue twist errors, like calling his former band Hey Camp instead of Hey Champ. And I was beating myself up for it for hours until I realized that's what I intended this podcast to show us that it's okay to make mistakes. It's not about the results, but about the experience. And I have to say, I was so incredibly lucky to have this experience of interviewing one of my most favorite music producers. So I really hope you guys enjoy it. And without further ado, here's my interview with Moon Boots. Hi, Pete. Hello. Hey. Hi. Oh, my God. It's such an honor to have you. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. Welcome to A Mr. DJ. How are you holding up during this pandemic? I'm okay. Um, well, I'm glad that you're doing well right now. Um, I Are you kind of just like creating music right now? Um, well, taking a break for a couple days, I just um, uh, finished like a big remix, um, which I was really happy to get. Um, and then um, just before that, I wrapped up an EP. And um, so I've been in the studio, uh, you know, keep going. I'm taking a, just a breather for a few days. But um, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a nice uh, escape from everything that's going on. That's for sure. Especially here in New York. Yeah, for sure. I know. I feel like it's more rough in New York than it is in California right now. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, I, was, <laughs> I thought it was going to get as the country, but fortunately uh, it doesn't seem to be the case, but you know, yeah. it's all right. We'll bounce back. Yeah, absolutely. We yeah. always do. Well, yeah. I've been a huge fan for, I want to say, about eight years now. And oh, my goodness. Thank you. <laughs> my first uh, memory of your music is uh, Sugar and Aretha. And I actually listened to that um, through the Magician tapes. So, right. uh, yeah. And I would say that uh, I actually didn't know about Off My Mind until after, but that was actually one of your first tracks, correct? Yeah, that was um, that was uh, the second, technically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, was Sugar or Aretha like also in that? Which one was the first? I guess. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to think. Let's see. Well, the first one was. Uh, it's called "Go for It." Um, oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I think this and the second was off my mind. Oh, okay. And uh, that one had a remix I did with my um, uh, uh, former bandmate, um, went by Rogue Vogue, but we kind of did that one together. Hey Champ? Hey Champ, yeah. Yeah, Um, okay. And then I think Aretha was third, and then I think Sugar was fourth. Okay. I think so. Um, so, But yeah, kind of around the same time, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
What what's what year would you say that your career took off as a music producer or DJ? Um, I started to get um, uh, I guess I started to get some attention in 2011, um, and then in 2012, um, I really started to um, uh, well, so basically, like you know, in 2010. I'm pretty sure Gopher came out in 2010. Okay. Um, but at that time, I was, um, in order to, to pay the bills, I was uh, DJing at um, a couple different bars and uh, uh, one hotel um, in Chicago, Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays. Um, not as Moon Boots, but as sort of <laughs> DJ Pete. Okay. Um, and uh, so between like 2011 and 2012, um, and I kept those gigs. And like when I had, um, uh, you know, when I was booked to do Moon Boots gigs, which at first were very, you know, um, you know, one, one here, one there, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, I get a friend to fill in for me um, at my regular gig. And then um, in 2012, it was like, all of a sudden, my calendar... It wasn't Phil yet. I was still doing the restaurant thing. Right. Um, but, like, in 2012, my, it was starting to fill up. And then by 2013, I knew that, like, um, I had enough... Um, I don't know. I was just ready to just kind of go out on my own and... and uh, yeah. And explore and a little more, I guess. Go truly full-time. Um, yeah. Even though I was still, like, that, that job was, like, really just as, like, you know, a little security... Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, how did you come up with your DJ name? Um, Moon Boots was. Uh, it's kind of funny. It's it's not like what people think, but I. Uh, um, and it's actually my friend Jonathan, uh, in Haychamp. He bought the record. We used to go record shopping a lot together, and um, he bought this record that I really liked, and it's um. It's the name of the group is not that you would have heard of them, but just so you can look it up. Yeah. Um, the name of the group is Orlando Riva Sound or O-R-S. Riva is R-I-V-A. Okay. Um, and uh, they're like, you know, they're a, a disco group. And um, uh, this is their the song, I guess, they're best known for. And it's really great. It's called Moon Boots. And um, <laughs> that's where the name comes from. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah. cool. Cool. I feel like this this is the second time someone tells me one of my friends, um, his DJ name is Rockberry. And same thing, I guess there's um, a band that, you know, yells out Rockberry in the chorus. Huh. And that's how he got his DJ name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So I did read up on you and I understand you were born in Brooklyn, but then your family moved to Connecticut. Yeah. And that's where you grew up? Yeah. Cool. Cool. And do you have any siblings? I do. You do? Yeah, How I many? Younger, I have a younger sister and an older brother. Okay. And are they in the same industry or are they kind of are doing their own thing? They're each totally doing their own thing. I want to say that my brother Peyton has met. So you are, Sal's your brother, right? Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Do you live in, in with Sal in Orange County? I do. Okay, so my brother lives in my brother lives in Orange County and I think that I 
think they may have met at some point, I wonder. But he's, so my brother's been in Newport Beach for the past, uh, how long has Peyton been there? Three, four years? I want to say I've like introduced Sal to him. I wouldn't doubt it because my um, brother goes out a lot. (laughs) I don't know if, you know, it could be the same, the kind of thing where maybe neither of them remember it, but. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) But um, I'm pretty sure that happened. okay yeah or another cool um yeah so I understand that you did develop a passion for music early on what ignited that desire to produce music um I don't know you know I mean I, I always used to love to play and um and to play keyboards and I was there's a period where I was really into organ and wanting to know everything I could about organ. And before that, like learning about synthesizers and I kind of hit a wall where um, I just didn't know how to sequence or do any of the software stuff. And I was too lazy to learn. And then it took me until the end of college when I finally was just, I'd really become like obsessed with dance music. And I was like, you know, if you put your mind to this, like you can, you can, you could figure it out. You could start to make your own beats. And um, I think, you know, it, it took some nudging. And then once I started to make tracks, I really, um, it's, you know, it's, I love to play, but there's something about um, making a piece of music and be able to, to play it for your friends. And then, I mean, at this point, I wasn't thinking about like, you know, uploading yeah. it or <laughs> or it right no like, definitely you know what I mean? but just being able to it was more like intrinsic motivation yeah yeah, yeah. just like, like fulfilling oh, I this and like i can listen back to it and then i can make it better and then and then and that's how i really got hooked but it, it took me a while before i was uh um i don't know it, it relatively speak i didn't jump into it right away i guess um okay so um but yeah, music's been a passion for, you know, my whole life as long as I can remember. For a long time. Yeah. And then you also, what is so extraordinary is that you actually went to Princeton University and studied, studied music composition. Is that correct? Yeah, I did. I originally went for engineering and um, I didn't oh, think okay. I was going to, um, to study music there, but I took classes and I tried. I, I tried the engineering thing. I couldn't do it. I tried some other majors and I just got too bored and I was like, this is the only thing I can do. So <laughs> That's so impressive. That is so well, impressive you. because I mean, I'm sure that getting like, you know, into that school for any major is very difficult. So that must have, you know, brought a lot of uh, elation, I guess, when you got accepted. What was your experience like I mean I know you jumped from major to major but once you did kind of you know funnel into what you ended up doing which was music composition what was the experience like I mean it was good it was you know college is a period you know definitely for me and I'm sure for you know most people really of kind of finding yourself and uh, you're not the same person when you leave as when you entered and yeah um you know, it was, Princeton is in the New Jersey, you know, suburbs. It's a train ride away from New York. So New York's accessible, but it's not like go every weekend or like, you know, I had the, the money to 
to take a train into New York and like go clubbing and stuff like that. <laughs> right. I, you know, I mean, yeah. I did, but like it was rare. You know what I mean? But, right, for um, sure. But it did, uh, you know, I think even though I didn't originally go to school for music, that it really changed pretty quickly. And like my passion, you know, just kept on growing. And I, um, I don't know. I mean, I learned a lot. Um, I learned about the kind of things I want to do and, you know, what I, what I didn't want to do. Um, yeah. And uh, so it was, it was a good experience. I mean, I can't say that like, anything I learned in the music program there was in any way like uh, practical or, you know, didn't learn like the music business. I didn't learn production. I didn't learn anything that would like, or DJing at all, you know, but like I started to DJ there. So it was, I mean, it was a good experience for me as a person. And then I kind of went on my own path after that. Yeah. Yeah. So after Princeton, you did move to Chicago, and that's where you kind of started to pursue your musical career. Mm-hmm. Um, why, I, I guess, um, why Chicago? Was there something there that moved you towards Chicago? or You know, it actually was. I mean, since we're talking uh, about, it's funny that Jonathan keeps coming up, but he's the one who convinced me to to move out there. And he, my bandmate, uh, you know, who, convinced me to move to Chicago to join um, Hey Champ. Um, okay. And uh, he was, uh, well, he graduated two years ahead of me. Um, and because uh, I didn't an extra year. Um, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so did okay, I. All right. Um, really doesn't matter now, but, you know. Um, but, yeah. Um, and uh, he, yeah, he convinced me to move out there. And, you know, I knew um, and was really getting into Chicago house music and disco. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it would be a great place to be, um, especially since, um, you know, at the time, especially the, the rents were really a lot cheaper than New York. I think they, they still are, but not as much, but like, uh, right. the rents were really cheap. And, um, so it was a good time to be out there. Um, yeah, yeah I liked it a lot. Yeah, for sure. That's actually something I heard, um, from a couple of like deep house DJs that, you know, said that the house basically started in Chicago. I think it was like green velvet. I can't mm-hmm. remember, um, that said, you know, that's kind of where he kind of started that, um, his whole like house musical career. I well, guess. he still he still um, lives there. I mean, he's always lived in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, Green Velvet's unbelievable. Um, and he is. And it is true. I saw him uh, at... It's a matter of you know, in the same way that techno started in Detroit, house music started in Chicago. Um, yeah. yeah. When um, so did you guys have Hey Champ? Like when you guys were in New Jersey, or did it start in um, Chicago? It started in Chicago. So um, our other bandmate grew up with uh, Jonathan in um, uh, in Illinois, and so they started playing together. And then I came and joined the band. Um, okay. Yeah. I also read that um, it was Lupe Fiasco they that signed you guys. Yeah. <laughs> How long were you in the band, and what led to your departure? Um, I was in the band for 
two and a half years, maybe three years. Um, okay. Something like that. And, um, you know, there was a lot of um, ups and downs with, like, uh the label situation it was it was it was just tough to um to make it work as a band um and and have yeah. that be like a full-time thing <clears throat> and yeah. at the same time i was really you know uh interested in djing and wanting to play more and, and getting better at it learning more music and and so i wanted to be djing more and i felt like the uh, the music that I wanted to make was a bit different. Um, and so things like when I left the band, I mean, they kind of picked up again, uh, for a while, but like when I left the band, like there wasn't as much going on and, and, you know, it was, it was on good terms and we're still friends. And, um, I see them every time I come back to Chicago. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, cool. And so um, I see that you actually were also kind of the one who started French Express with Leon. Is that correct? Oh, no, that's not correct. I don't know where it says that I started it. Um, but Wikipedia. <laughs> Does it say that on Wikipedia? Yeah. That I started it with him? Okay, I need to check that. Like, well, it says that, like, you met up, like, that's when you met Leon, and then you guys started French Express. French Express was something that, was it Leon that started it? Yes, it was all Leon, yeah. Okay, and then um, that you joined maybe like around 2012, 2013? No, right from the start, so 2010, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, awesome. Well, right so from the start think, for yeah, me, my... the label was already there and, and releasing music, but I was, um, uh, yeah, I, I joined the label fairly early on. Okay, awesome. Because I think, yeah, the very first time um, I saw you perform was at a club in LA called Lure. And that was like, I think, 2012 or 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best. (laughs) I like that was kind of when I, you know, joined this like wave of new disco and it just brought like all sorts of feelings of elation really it was just I became so infatuated with that scene um it was I mean I I don't know it's just like a different experience you know from what I was used to going to clubs and bars um who would you say you consider your biggest influences or mentors when you began Uh, well biggest mentor is definitely Perseus um yeah and influences um I don't know. I mean, it varies from from track to track. You know, I don't. Um, I yeah. try to approach each one differently so they don't. Um, if every if every track is kind of knocking off the same people, it would get old pretty quick. Um, so, but you know, I uh, I'd say especially like when I first started uh, Tiger and Woods. Um, was uh was definitely a big influence um sounds dream um i think like uh 
certain kinds of like uh, gospel-y, disco, like uh, Patrick Adams. Um, okay. And, um, and then, you know, some of the, uh, the music that Magician and Airplane were making, especially the, yeah. the early stuff when they were together. Um, and, uh, you know, getting on those uh, tapes was like, was everything. Um, so I know yeah. those tapes were definitely like my jam. I would look forward to just kind of you know the yeah. next one. Now he's like on tape eighty something, I think. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how how would you say have, if you um, could say like have you how have you evolved emotionally and musically from the first time that you ever played in front of a crowd? I guess. Um, like, were you nervous the first time that you went on stage? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, you yeah. get more comfortable. Um, but every, you know, uh, how have I evolved? I don't know. I guess I feel more kind of comfortable. I'm more used to it. Yeah. When, when more confident yeah maybe. more confident i'm sure when when stuff like uh you learn kind of everything that can go wrong and then you know you realize that it's it's not that bad um you it, learn to just take risks and if something doesn't go right not to be too hard on yourself uh, that's what makes it fun yeah for sure so. yeah no I, I i agree and i think you know as an artist I think that you're harder on yourself and I feel like as, you know, someone who's watching you, the last thing that I'm focused on is kind of, you know, what's going on behind the scenes of like the music, it, like the sound doesn't sound good. I'm just like excited with like the vibe and like just watching you kind of do what you do best, you know? And I think that sometimes artists kind of don't think that, like we're not enjoying ourselves yeah <laughs> and maybe that's why they're so like you're so hard on yourself sometimes um, I mean I try thinking that <laughs> yeah yeah no for sure that's good that's good because you definitely just yeah. want to have fun um and I guess you know what would you say were some of your biggest challenges um that you faced in this industry um biggest challenges um, I think, you know, the first challenge is to make it so that, you know, um, I think most of my challenges, it's not like, um, I don't know. Like external factors? Yeah, I don't feel like anyone was like kind of holding me back and saying like, you can't do this or you can't do, you know what I mean? It's more like you, you have to push yourself. The motivation has to come from within. Um, yeah. And, um, and so it's, it's, you have to kind of find a balance of like, uh, um, yeah, you have to, even when you want to like chill and you have to keep, you have to know when to kind of relax and when to keep pushing um, and not to be too satisfied um, that there's always more that, you know, you can be doing to make yourself a better musician, better producer, better DJ. Um, and uh, and not to let like external things um, 
influence that work, you know, that you need to do. Yeah. So not, you know, not yeah, to no, let, like, sure. whatever bits of success, you have a big gig, you get a big booking or like someone's writes something nice about you. Like, okay, great. But like, you still need to keep on doing the work. <laughs> Pushing. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. I totally agree. Um, and I guess in your opinion, what are the rewards that this profession has brought you? Um, well, it's, I've been, I almost take it for granted that I've been kind of like independent and my own boss for, for 10 years now. And that's not something that, um, that everyone can say and uh being yeah able to for see sure the world for sure um or not the world but a large but a good portion of it um and yeah. um meeting a lot of people and having um you know being able to share music or share a mix or whatever and have um people out there be be excited about it you know it's it's an amazing thing um yeah yeah all the fans yeah. <laughs> what are some artists that you're currently listening to that we should take notice of um who do i want to big up uh <laughs> i listening to a lot of mixes so it's like all over the place um yeah I'm trying to think of like who to shout out that doesn't get a lot of shine um uh especially new artists um let me get back to you on that yeah yeah, yeah no problem <laughs> um so I guess besides music, do you have any other passions or hobbies? Um, you know, I just uh, designed the uh, artwork for uh, my next EP and I'm like just learning <laughs> Photoshop, but it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time is to, to learn because I used to love drawing yeah. and um, I was like, well, I have a little extra time. Why don't I learn how to use Adobe? So. That's something I want to kind of do uh, while this, you know, this whole madness is, uh, is going on. It's, uh, yeah, well, we're stuck at home. Uh, I think that'll be like a fun, a fun hobby to learn. So, um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, so I actually attended the live stream set that you had a couple weeks ago and that was such a blast. Um, like great energy yeah. by everyone. Um, what are you doing? Anything else like that? Again? Yeah, well, I did one last week, and uh, we raised. Um, this was really spectacular. We raised um, sixty three hundred dollars. I think it was for. Um, uh, it was a GoFundMe set up for medical workers at this hospital in Brooklyn that. Uh, Oh, nice. um, they, you know, uh, designated it to be like a, a, a coronavirus only um, hospital. So, um, yeah. And uh, for like masks or PPE and um, 
and some of it towards food and stuff like that for people who are in the um, the staff, the nurses, um, and stuff like that. So uh, it was good to be able to to donate to that and to raise money for that. And then the first one was just for fun. And then I'm actually planning on doing another one on Monday. Um, just uh, okay, nice. Just for fun this time. Last time we raised some money. Yeah, it was really cool too. Yeah. Cool. That is cool. That's awesome. Well, lastly, before I let you go, I guess um, I know you said that you are currently working on some projects mm-hmm. like your EP. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with um, us, our fans, that we should look forward to or anything we can, I guess, help um, support in yeah, any way? Yeah, you know, there's... Um... It's an EP. I can't announce it yet. I'm going to announce it soon, but I need to um, figure out the exact release plans for it. But I don't um, I want to self-release it. But I, yeah, I just can't announce it yet. And then two big remixes, yeah. one that I finished before the lockdown and then one that I, I just finished the other day. But I can't announce them yet. I mean, I guess I would just say uh, to, to check out my Twitch and... Um, and follow me on there. Yeah. Um, uh, gonna have some new remixes from my uh, my last album, Bimini Rogue, coming out very soon. Um, we've already had a few, um, but we're gonna have a bunch more soon. There'll be one for every track on the album. Um, so that's uh, that's gonna be fun. And um, and yeah, that's all my plugs. Just hope everyone stays healthy out there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you too. Well, Pete, I so appreciate your time. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. That was so kind of you. And stay healthy. And um, I can't wait to listen to all these new tracks you're about to release. Okay, cool. All right, have a good one. All right, take care.